Falava and welcome to the For The Boys podcast. Podcast creators, a space for the boys to get together, have a talanoa, share thoughts and experiences on life, and the battle that comes with it. Um, so we're a second. I'm normally joined by the Usos, uh, Teza and Mafioso. We are Teza. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, I was meant to stay in the background. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just doing the intros. Yeah, those. Do you want to do your part? <laughs> yeah, what's up? <laughs> sorry, guys, I'm um, being a bit of, bit of a creep at work, but um, yeah, now welcome. As uh, Sorky said, um, I was not meant to be on here, but I just botched it. I meant to stay in the lobby. But um, again, yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome to everyone uh, joining in. Um, I'll hand it back over to Swanky for the intro. Sharus. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, disclaimer, we don't claim to be professionals at the topics or subjects we cover. We mainly speak on our experience as it's the most true and accurate advice we can give. We speak from our experience in the hopes that uh, someone out there is going through something similar. They can see the steps we took to get through and advice we can give seeing it now from hindsight. So we encourage, if you're watching on our live stream, whether through Facebook or YouTube, to join in on the live chat. Let's make the show more beneficial for all of us. And that comes with the the chat being active, you know, asking questions, giving some feedback. <clears throat> also, whether you're watching tonight our live stream or listening through the audio podcast, thank you for joining us. Thank you for tuning in. So with that, tonight's show is a pre-recorded one. Our first on location show we shot with Osos from 275. Uh, shout out to Oso. Fitz for giving us the opportunity and allowing us to shoot the show there and for being very patient. And also those souls are Baba Leo, Baba Mo, and Baba Max stay back and willing to have a sit down and tell no of us. Uh, also at the end of the show, we'll be giving away a double pass to the Outcast Party this Saturday at Republic Bar. So stay tuned for that. We'll draw that straight after the the recorded show. So without further ado, here's our 275 shoot. Experience on the chair as well, because I think for us, with, well, with the video that you've seen on um, 
on uh, Facebook. Man, you guys deal with a lot of the guys that I guess going through problems and you become a therapist as well. You know, you do therapy sessions with them. So I don't know if uh, one of you guys want to. Sorry if it sounds too serious. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I don't know, it's just the. I, I just. I don't want serious, but then it sounds serious. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, boys, sorry. serious. You start from here. We'll see. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, you start off with uh, introducing yourself and a little bit of a background and just how you. Yeah, I'm Fitz. I'm, I'm um, the founder of 275. Um, well, founded this in 2019. Um, pretty much uh, the day we actually started was the day that um, the massacre in Christchurch happened. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's the, uh, to me, that's the official day it started. So when we found out about the massacre, um, Five minutes later, the email came through to say that the trademark was accepted for 275. Oh, yeah. So, uh, in a way, that was a was a sign that okay, this is happening out there. What 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 I had envisioned for Mangere is really it's really um, this is a, a sign to say this is what we got to do. You know, so for that to happen, we got we got the trademark accepted. That's when we started with the vision of um, bringing Mangere together. And yeah. Did you did you start off as a barber first before you got the two seven five or was two seven five always at the back of your oh, head? I'm not even I'm not even a barber to me. Oh, okay. um, uh, I got into this because I've always wanted to get into business and also I wanted to do something that was was meaningful. Mm -hmm. You know, like anyone can start a business but it's about making your business be able to give back. Yeah. You know? And then, yeah, so that's pretty much it. When you started as well, did you, I guess, barber, um, was that always, like, your, your goal as a, as a young kid? Or <coughs> did you have uh, goals of becoming the, the next All Black? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, man, when I was a kid, I didn't know what I wanted to be. But when I look back now, I see signs. You know, when I was a kid that I was interested in, you know, from a young old man used to go get the Sunday hero and I always used to draw pictures. I also, you know, the, the pictures of um, some people. Yeah. <coughs> I go with my pen and I'll start colouring in their hair, adding lines in. And it's not till now that I think back, like, maybe that was something in that triggered what I did. Yeah, my brother's coming here, but nothing too serious. And then, yeah, I've been full-time barber for about six, five, going on six years now. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, as a kid, um, uh, did you grow up in oh, yes. Mangere as well? Born and raised in uh, Mangere. Uh, I spent one year of my life living in Tonga. Uh, I went to school there, then we moved back here, luckily. And um, yeah, still here to this day. Uh, yeah, just give us a little story about our background. Yeah, introduce yourself. I'm Liu, I'm Liu. I work at the team here at 275. I've been in Vidya for about seven, eight months now. I've been in Australia when I was younger. I've been in Australia my whole life. Coming back here and joining the team, it's basically what you mean. You came here in Australia? Yeah, yeah. So I've been in the gym for about three years professionally. 
in the shop. But um, and I started cutting when I was like 17, uh, 17, 18, I'm 30. Yeah, it's always been like a, I was real passionate about cutting. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize until I was about mid 20s that it was something you wanted to go to. Yeah. 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 But most of it gets back to my granddad. <coughs> he was working in one of the farm shops in Utah, like back in the days. And it was sort of, it was always my dream to sort of carry that on for me. And now I've made it a dream for me to, you know, my life work with my passion. Yeah, that, that, that was my story. Uh, nice, right? Um, did you grow up in Mangu? <coughs> yeah. What school did you guys? Okay. I was in Greece, probably before we did. Did you finish school at Crackview? I was like, so. <laughs> That's okay, you got help there. <laughs> 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 um, what college, sorry, what college? Sorry, I should have been more specific. What college uh, did you attend? In Australia? Or? Australia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I went to Potter Beach State High School. Oh, yeah. We got to what state is that? Uh, Richard from Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, nice. So, we're pretty good. Cool. Who's that? Me. Should we go on here? So, uh, um, I went to Hilasau College. Yeah. Uh, before that, I was at Southern Park, and before that, I was at Southern Cross Primary. Yeah. That's Mary McKillop, you know? Yeah, that's Mary McKillop now. You know? Owners or just trying to get into that, that area. Um, 
don't know, was it, was it easy? Was it easy for you to transition there? Or? Um, Obviously, it's going to be a lot of, lot of hard, hard work involved because you have to give up time and mm. you know put all your effort into it. And sometimes, you have, I don't know, you'd have to uh, do late nights and getting the shop open or getting most of your stuff sorted out. Um, as a business owner, um, yeah, you go through any... Went through all of that. Went through all of that, bro. All those late nights. Um, at the beginning, we were trying to suss out um, like our staff, like didn't really have any staff to run the barber shop, um, and the guys that we started with were young. And then Barber Max came along, and then we started. We sat down and spoke about each other's goals, and we sort of like both our goals fell into place with with the shop and what we're doing. And that was pretty much how how it started. And like you said, all those late nights, like. Max pretty much put in a lot of work because he was the one cutting here. Like I was here with him, but I was doing some other stuff, like whatever the background stuff was. Um, and like for business, I've always wanted to start business. But when I started business, I was coming into three industries I knew nothing about. That was barbering, uh, music, because of our studio, and merchandise. But I didn't know, I didn't know anything about it. Well, what made you go, I guess, take that on, like being, uh, putting up a barbershop? Was there a specific reason, or did you just say, "Oh no, I see a, a gap," and also, a, like in your videos, you you're giving back. Yeah. And you open the shop to give back to your community, and you have a lot of people come through, and just not only just to sit in the chair, but also to have a chat, just to, I guess, unwind. And it, it, all that pretty much all just fell into place. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the first things I was doing, I was selling sunglasses. Sunky would know, because I was selling sunglasses at the market. That's when I met this guy. Um, I started selling sunglasses allies for one of the bros um, started helping him out and then he was pushing it on me to start a brand of my own um, and one thing that I got from selling his sunglasses was I couldn't just sell a product just for selling a product that needed something special attached to it and 275 so like you know along the way 275 came about because I had heart for 275 and it was a, it was a build up of stuff where, um, you know, there were shootings in our neighborhood. You know, the neighborhood started segregating or splitting up. And like for me, or for most of us, who was brought up in, in Mangere, it wasn't like that back in the days, mm -hmm. you know? At, at the worst, it was um, Otara, Otara yeah. Mangere. Yeah. But then as the years went on, Mangere started splitting up. So for me, I wanted to sort of bring that back to how it was, and that's what I attached the brand to. And then when, so my mate was selling the barber shop, um, and because I was selling the glasses, I was like, I'll get in there, sell the glasses, sell the merch. And then when we got in, then we were like, bro, we can just open the space up to whoever, because that's when suicide rate was going up. That's when, it, that's when it hit. So we were like, bro, we can just open the space, because it was just me and Max. Like if you look at, at the very early days of our Instagram, like you'll see that the shop is empty and it's only me, Max and one of the other guys and, and we posted up there, yo, like if you're going through, you know, shit at home and, and whatever, like feel free to come in our shop. You don't have to have a haircut. Just come through and talk. Like it's a place that you can lean on. And since then, that's what we stuck with. You know? So. It's pretty good though, because most families or Pacific Island, Maori, um, and you know you can see it all over the news is that most of the families and the kids that are out there don't have a safe place in their their home is not a safe place. So I guess you opening up uh, 
a shop or a, just an area, not only a, just a shop, but um, you know, opening up to kids to come through and just have a yarn. And that's what we need these days. With this, we need more avenues, and you know, it gets credit to you and your team um, for for um, supplying that. Um, and like you said, it's also like um, rates gone up. Um, Swanky in our last season, uh, I think what two or three. Is it two or three that you know at uh, Manudil? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it, it's like when he first said, I was like, oh, you know, these kids, um, what's going on? We, we're just asking questions. Right, what can we do for our kids? What, what, is there a place? Is there a number or something? But it's, it's hard. It's, I think it's more deeper. It goes from when they're younger until when they are now. Yeah, and, and it's, yeah, so having the home means to be a safe place. Maybe they didn't have that. So I think it's good, bro. It's good that you guys have. Have this, um, have this uh, kind of safe place, and with our podcasts, we're, we're trying to, uh, I guess, use our podcast as a safe place for people to uh, unwind or use it as an outlet for people to come through. Hey, have a chat. Um, with you guys um, on the chair, um, you, know, you probably get real personal with um, uh, some of the guys that come through, and, and I don't want to like drop any stories about your customers, but I know. Uh, if there's any story you want to share that I think they came in and they're going through a hard time, I'm, I'm, must happen quite a lot though. Um, you know, I, I guess after uh, more visits they get, they get yeah, more yes, personal, yeah. you know, because they, they, they come in and they come, they listen, to, like for me, and I don't even have any hair and I still mm-hmm. go to the bar. You build that, that trust between us? Yeah. Which allows them to open up to you and sort of release some bits off their shoulders. And because in a like in a in a way, like the barber, it be, you become like a, the, the therapist or the you do therapy. You kind of like you know you not lead them into um oh sorry you kind of give them advice that you think oh shit hopefully he listens and he doesn't go into a darker place that he is and um do uh, I don't know do women come through as well bring their kids as um. <laughs> oh, you're, you're talking to the main two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of mums do come through. Um, we try our best to make them feel comfortable. Yeah, because yeah. you know, especially the male dominated yeah, yeah, shop, yeah. so you know, try to make them feel welcome. Yeah, yeah. Feel comfortable and most importantly, make their kids feel comfortable as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Get them to come back every time. Oh. Yeah, I, 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 I could say, bro, that these guys really look after the kids and the mums that come through. Yeah. Like the mums that come through, they're comfortable with our space. Mm. Like they don't feel intimidated. Mm. That's it. Yeah. You know, like when, when they do come through, like we welcome them in. It's we even offer them a cup of tea once a week. Because this isn't their space, this is a, like a man's space. Yeah, yeah. Play, you know? And they, they probably feel not threatened, but because it's male dominated, they yeah. want to walk into yeah. a shop and, you know, and it's it's like, you already have that perception. Oh, I don't want to go in there because it's about a male dominated area, but mm. uh, it's good there because um, out our way, um, I don't know if you, you know Kip? Uh, Weekends? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, yeah so uh, you don't see him, but um, that's the same because like from the outside looking in, like for example, if I were to just stand there and see like this guys in there, you wouldn't want to, you know, you don't feel welcome already. Just, just for your, your own perception that shit. And making a safe place for like, and women to come mm-hmm. through and bring their kids. Yeah. So that's a no, 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 that's pretty good. Thank you. Because I'm talking too much here. No, no, you're all good. <laughs> so, uh, welcome, also Max. 
Michael Bright, yeah, just uh, an introduction. Um, you know, what's your name already, but uh, yeah, short, short introduction about yourself and I guess, yeah, how, you, how you all join the shop. So, everyone called me Baba Max. Um, yeah, me and uh, me and Felix pretty much joined up together and we started from the ground up pretty much. Yeah, but I wasn't for anything. I wasn't a good father at the time, I didn't make much or anything about that. But just the fact that we had goals together, so we were like, yeah, why not, why not do this? And just, you know, just being able to, um, to have voice for anyone that, that's willing to you know, jump on the tools or something else. Like, just to give them that, that space for them to learn, to, to grow. Uh, we just felt like that was the, this was the place for to I wasn't a good father at the time, I didn't know much. Yeah. But um, even when the shop was all empty, there was nothing like this. You know, but um, the messages that we pretty much had that were the same were um, was the end of the goal, the vision was already there. Like his, his goals and his vision was there, uh, but it matched up where I wanted to be. And, and he, he told me a lot. In terms of um, mindset and uh, goals, you know, I just wanted to be up the same, the same energy. And then, uh, now we've got five barbers in the room, and also someone in the studio. And that's that's all we that's all we have to do. <coughs> just, yeah. oh, nice work. Um, did you grow up in uh, Mango as well? Yeah, uh, yeah. Local um, boy. Yeah, went to Eugene Primary. Good to Ada, finished off the AMC. Oh, nice, nice. And um, I guess for everyone here, or the sorry, um, uh, you, you just say that uh, if anyone wanted to jump on and have a go, like you, you have that kind of uh, route for, yeah, for them to learn how to. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, you, could, you could be in the game today, like, wanting to be a barber today. Yeah. You could be in the game for 20, 30 years. Mm -hmm. you know, like, this space is made for everyone. How did you guys, who was your first haircut? Like, did you practice on your little, little brother or? Yeah. or I, have you I, I have a lot of nephews, man. <laughs> yeah. You don't really know what happened to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice right. family members, I guess. Probably the same like this, right? Yeah, family members, crazy. That's all brothers, so. Yeah. Who's taking over? Do you guys do artwork? Like, do you see those? Now or all? then? Like, now or then? Uh, I wouldn't say call it for my thing. I work. I just try getting some bit of you know, just a little bit of lines here and there. Mm. Uh. Why are you up for some lines? On a street. No, sorry to hear about the, uh, your mother-in-law uh, passing. Months back, and then being a street outside the grandfather, you know, I know he probably big, he is a big part of why you got into the industry, man. Um, I don't want to expose you, but um, 
Fun explosion. You must have went through something, uh, you know, because you turn up to work and him being on your, I guess, in your, uh, in your mind 24-7. Um, did you have to change something before you came in? I know that uh, mentally that you were going through a lot of, um, guess, uh, in a bad space when um, the, your grandfather uh, moved on. Or? Not so much because I've always found he was always with me, um, even when I started my dreams. So he's always been a part of my dreams. Uh, so even though he's gone, I feel like he's still here with me. Yeah. He, he lives in my life. So everything I do, my granddad always says I need me. Yeah. And that's one story I love to bring to the family. A lot of Christmas always asks what got me into Mentally, no, it didn't really, haven't really affected me. I came back to work yesterday, and um, it was normal. But I've always had that back in my mind. You know, my granddad always with me, even though he's gone. But spiritually, he'll always be with me, and everything I do is because of him. How did you start um, cutting? Uh, did you were you watching TV or how did that come about? Uh, Just one of those things that I yes. want to try it out. Yeah. Um, my brothers were coming here, but nothing serious, you know, just mucking around. And I always thought it looked cool, you know, to look. I was, well, I don't know how, I was bald around there. And, yeah, I didn't pick up until later, man. Like, even when I finished school, I think the first time I picked up a clip, well, I think I only done like one or two cuts in that year. <laughs> so it was a slow, slow start, man. And um, yeah, man, probably 2013, <laughs> I sort of thought, oh, you know, yeah. I could probably get somewhere with this. Oh, so you started at home first? Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The family and the, yeah. So uh, I started the family say, like, hey, um, you're pretty good, why don't you keep going? <laughs> they didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like they say, I'm not at the time, we all thought it was cool, but when I looked back, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, nah. Um, yeah, man, so I was working, doing furniture, uh, well, furniture at the time. I was always just kind of on the side, you know. Uh, but at the same time, I was learning, I was trying to build my clientele to get ready for where I am now. So, so far, it's worked out pretty well. Fitz has sort of seen my early stages, too, in my, in my journey as well. I knew him before. All this happened and um, yeah how did you guys all kind of i know with you guys starting the the shop together um was it just um through i think previous relationship like you guys knew each other before coming to the shop yeah um, yeah, yeah just slowly yeah, yeah. from the neighborhood yeah. <coughs> and we all got introduced from another barber because he went to go work uh apply for a job with another barber jacob mm, jacob um he's telling me at the same time, it was my cousin, one of Mark's regulars. Uh, at the same time, he was telling me to come in here. Sure. So, finally, got the cousin to come in. And shout out to your cousin. Yeah, shout out to the cousin. Many. Many. 
on purpose. Not like this one. Now, <laughs> 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 yeah, so you know, boxes pushed back, the lines, you know, too thick. Um, near for the cuts here and there. The only person I've cut was my brother. Uh, Luckily, it was him, so. Yeah. Yeah, maybe from the side. No. <laughs> Just. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, um, had a few. My first one in the shop was my first haircut. Someone asked for a curb angle, because I didn't know how to use scissors at the time. Either. So I just cleaned up the sides and took the iPad to the back. I'm looking for the shortest video. I think I was at the back for like 15 minutes. Nice. Did you pull it up? Uh, yeah. 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 The first thing he knew, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I have done a few cuts. Yeah, yeah, obviously not on on purpose, but just yeah, yeah, just part of it. Yeah, it happens. Like it yeah, has yeah. to, it has to happen. Because like, it's sharp, eh? Well, obviously, not just that, like everything else, like the fading, the transition, and stuff. Yeah. Like it all has to happen. Yeah. You can't like not do it. Mm. Like that's part of the process. Yeah. You better have to. Uh, yeah, yeah. Have you guys seen like? You know, back in the 2000s, like the mullet, different types of haircuts come through. Mm -hmm. The trends. Yeah, man. Mullets. The mullet turnovers. Really? Mullet crops. Yeah, the mullet crops. Yeah, there's like the whole face. Yeah. The mullet. The mullet. The mullet. The mullet. The 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 trend? Everyone's asking. Crop, eh? What's a crop? What he has, but just not with his. Yeah, see how this guy's got a forehead like boxed up? Yeah. Nice. It's it like can a, be like that, but the traditional one is. It's, uh, it's like a messy look. Like a wave. Like it's a, a wave. messy look. It's oh, like a messy but clean at the same time. Yeah. The side just touched up. Uh, where's that from, you guys? Reckon? Uh, I don't know if it's uh, a battle between UK and the States. Yeah. It's yeah. So when there's like this new, I guess, phase or new kind of hiccup and who trained you guys or do you just go jump shit like you did YouTube or you guys already know that you're it just it's it's an easy transition into cutting like a certain I don't know because like for me like everyone in the hood you know everyone loves a zero feed so that's the most common like eighty percent of the hiccups are zero feeds. Yeah. You just go off that and your co-movers will be the next just goes on from there. Um the barbers up the road, um, Indian fellow, like this is who I go see, things I don't have much here. But um, it's like hard to talk to the guy because he, he has an accent, but I don't understand him. I guess with you guys um, having I don't know, different nationalities or ethnicities coming through, is there sometimes is there a barrier when you're talking to someone or you get the feeling or the vibe straight away that they don't want to talk or do you initiate the talk with them? Uh, and I'm saying like most of the guys they come through obvious uh, regulars, mm -hmm. but they get those one-offs come through. Oh yeah, I've heard about you. But how, how do you guys I guess talk to them and open, I guess open up? Um, I guess because it, it must be a natural. Because you guys probably don't have to think about it. It just happens. Yeah, like, yeah, on, on regular because they come in in the form. Yeah. Your job. But, yeah. Um, I wouldn't. Uh, they will, different people of course, but um, I just go off 
the, the person that sits on my chair. It's not everyone wants to talk, to be honest. Some like to just chill and just get pampered, you know, and just relax. One of my cousins, he doesn't even talk to me. He just sits there. As soon as he gets up, we're just blabbing outside. Yeah. And, you know, he just, just shakes everything in. But um, no, nah, yeah, I go off the, the customer, really. If, yeah, if I feel like they're trying to conversate, I'll you know, go back and forth with them. But yeah, that's that's me. I know what these two yeah. You know, we do try and start and initiate the, the mm. conversation with like, little talks. Mm. We find that um, each customer tends to ask the same question. Just sort of get, yeah, it yeah, and get to know start with a topic you can relate to, and then just escalate from there. What's the what's the most talked about? I guess um, thing in the chair, sports or uh, personal. What do you do for a living? Oh, uh, <laughs> 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 icebreaker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone talks about different things. They so. say, yeah. Start off with what's your name, and then yeah, the rest is. I find that when I, when I get a lot of, um, say, older men like Samoan, they come Samoan. A lot of Samoan men come through, they only want to speak Samoan, which is right with me. But, like I said, the other customers don't feel. Ah, yeah, yeah. True. That's a conversation with the customer. Yeah. I said the customer next to me doesn't feel friendly, yeah. sure. they feel uncomfortable. That's true, because um, that's like the Indian bar off the road. Like he's always talking Indian to the next guy, but they're loud, and everyone in the chair is like, True. He talking about me kind of now. That, that, I, I guess that's, a, that's different when it's Baba to Baba. Yeah. But you know, like it's, it's well, like when yeah. it's Baba to the person on the chair, I mean, that's, yeah. that's a relationship. Yeah, relationship, yeah, yeah, true. But then those two together, that's unprofessional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah, that's that's. Well, I'm happy, sure. mm. <laughs> so you still stop I guess in a way that's how you start your clientele. Mm. Customers love coming back just for a chat, not even for a haircut. They just love coming back and just catching up on your last conversation. Yeah, yeah. asking where you got loads from the shop. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was one of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was one of them. Oh, really? Like we had someone come in asking. Christians in the police. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, right. what, what was he saying? Oh, like, oh, how did he skip the money for the shop? How did he finish it like that? What? Like, you do get dudes that come and ask me. It's alright to be comfortable with but yeah, not yeah, too yeah. comfortable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Off the bat, asking Christian Christians on, yeah. on their first haircut. <laughs> That's when you get in that number two number. Don't even ask it. Yeah, I know what you want. <laughs> what's the what's the I guess uh, the rules of the barbershop where what not to to do or what not to ask like or what's your uh, how would how would I say um, what's the most annoying thing the customer can do when they're sitting in the chair? Moving, moving, chewing, chewing gum, or chewing the gum. Cutting them up one in the morning. Is there like um, have no rules that you set for people? Well, not rules, but like um, that you're yeah, yeah. Um, just 
I try to remind myself to not talk about anything unnecessary, you know? mm-hmm. or like that shouldn't be talked about. But So that customer done all that after being after us giving the funds up to come in when we're closed. Oh, so you gave no time to this person to come through, and he's still and he's still being picky over there. Did you guys kiss the nationality? Right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and um, how often do you guys work Monday to? Uh, we're all on the Friday. Yeah, we're all over the floor. Yeah. I mean, just want to get my Wednesday, Sunday off. Yeah. We'll have Boston. Yeah, nice, nice. I'm uh, Tuesday straight to Saturday. Mm. Oh, Wednesday to Saturday. Mm. It's full time. Monday to Sunday, bro. Yeah, yeah. Mentally, me. While these guys are sleeping, bro. <laughs> Still working, yeah. <laughs> you know, I might come in one hour a day, but we're <laughs> working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And besides working, now, what do you do? You guys enjoy outside of outside of work? Um, do you drink here and there, or party, family? Um, I just do church activities with the youth. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're Rudy's. We're Rudy's rooftops. Join the church. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta host the pasta, man. <laughs> he likes their pizzas. <laughs> it's I, I love fishing. Oh, no. Every Wednesday I try to go out fish. But you're in uh, uh, the... Are you one of those guys that got the money in my snatches? I'm just... <laughs> Yeah, I try to get out on every Wednesday to sort of enjoy the time off and get away from sort of stress, really. Yeah. Uh, for me, probably just being at home with family. Um, that's, uh, I guess, one of our main questions that usually pop up uh, during our podcast is, like, how do you kind of reset? Um, I know you're having days off, you kind of leave work at work. I don't, I don't know if you guys do that, leave work at work. Um, for us, um, the industry we work in, it's not the hardest, but mentally it drains you, like, because yeah. you're focusing, um, driving, and you're only looking at colours pretty much every day, every day, like, going through the light, you know, green to the light, to red to the light. For us, um, if we go for a red light, we lose our job. That's our, our there's so much behind it, but basically, um, you're mentally drained at the end of the day, like, an eight-hour job, sitting down, driving, um, yeah, it takes a lot out of you, but, you know, Guess with you guys, um, cutting here, you're standing up, and you know, um, I don't know how, how often you have breaks. How do you, what do you do at the end of your shift to like, kind of relax yourself, just go home? Um, and I, I, I know there's not, not, not much in it to think about it, yeah. but I guess um, with everyone that does watch and know how hard you guys work, you guys also have a, a life outside of cutting here. I think um, sometimes we do chill. Uh, 
Okay, let me see. Let's see. Let's catch up. Let me see how the day was. Nah, nah, like what? Maximum. Mm -hmm. I, I honestly. It's a good feeling, like, say, you've got the busiest day and, like, you know, you're tired and just to chill here. Mm -hmm. You know, to unwind here, charge up before going in. I love that feeling, so I prefer to chill here, whether it's at the back or in the front here. It's, I don't know, home away from home, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at the same time, this place is your relaxing place as well? Oh, yeah, man. Oh, it, yeah. Right. I didn't even have to talk, I just sit there and just relax. Yeah, zone out, zone out. Zone out. Um, you know, it's not like most, oh, not most, I wouldn't say most, but, um, you know, like for example, you have people that work in a labor or just doing hard, hard work. The last place they want to do is go to, like, work and ch chill at work. But yeah, I guess with you guys, it's a, a testament of how hard you guys work. Yeah. And it's also a relaxing feeling just sitting in the chair, or, you know, relaxing, uh, talking about your day. Um, but, uh, you know, because you work hard, obviously, and... Um, I guess right I, don't, I don't want to drop <laughs> drop any of the boys' names, but who 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 doesn't work the hardest? Ken's not here. I won't say the name, but Ken's not here. So how many barbers in the shop you got? It's five. Five. five yep. Yeah, yeah, three. He's three. You know, and Ken's. But they all are working for you the same. Yes. You know what you put in or what you get out. So it's up to them how hard they want to work. Who's things stick on your, what made you start your power? Okay, so just the work that these guys are in, what we um, recognised was, okay, people are coming to see these guys, because they talk about a lot of things, and like, because we debrief uh, every Saturday, and we also have little catch-ups uh, during the day and after work. And we just talk about what goes on on their chairs, and then some of the stuff uh, is pretty, like they have pretty heated uh, discussions. And, and you know, um, they came about like, uh, so these guys, people go speak to these guys about things, but really they go to let off, let off their stuff. And so that's where Barbara came in. And um, that conversation happened at the back of myself and a dude named Let's All. And it was the night of the filming here for Paletti. So you know Paletti from Flexman? Yeah, I've seen some of those, right? Yeah, so yeah. We, were doing a, we were doing a shoot here for um, some, it was like called After the Barber or something, for what he was doing. And then that's when we linked up with other barbers and then they tour from Village Collective. And then we just get, got to talking to the back. <coughs> and we were just buzzing out, like, how did this dude from Flexmere come to Auckland? And bring the Auckland barbers together, you know. It's like, bro, we're the biggest city in New Zealand. We should be starting this initiative ourselves. So that's how it all sort of came about. Just heaps of different ideas. And and barberhood is mainly um, to equip the barbers with the right tools. So if someone sits on their chair, talks about suicide. It's like are they equipped to mm -hmm. handle that talk? Um, do they have anyone that they can refer them on to? So that's what Bible was about, making sure that we know who to equip them with, what to equip them with, um, where they can go um, to talk about how they feel so they don't take their stress home to their families. Not, not only your, your shop, but you... Yeah, we're linked up with other, other barber shops as well. How was that when you went to their shops? Did they come across like, oh man, we had that last week? Uh, 
What a really yeah. handsome story. What's that? Cool. About suicide. People talk about suicide on their chins. Oh, he spoke about it at, at one of the Babur clinics, eh? Mm-hmm. Oh, these, these, all these guys know because that's <coughs> we all linked up together. So, well, it just came about. It's pretty much the same talk everywhere, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just, um, yeah. Have you said any suicide talks on your chair? Was he old? Was he Islander? Yeah, yeah. Um, but they were Britain and the Islander community is not as big as uh, Everyone knows everyone is there and sort of relatable that way. Did you sort of say what was about? Like, was it rich stress, family stress? Um, was it just a relationship? But, um, I was going to a point where you can just tell them, like, feed off the energy, like, they like, say, for example, like, one customer, one regular comes in, he's like, hey, suckers, and then two, he can't three, he can't four, he can't five, and then uh, six, he can't, he's like, hey, suckers, like, yeah, then the body yeah, language yeah. says it all, the energy, when you touch, the, touch their body, it like, says it all, like, and you just feel off it, it's like, talk to me. Mm. Sometimes you have to like ask ask a question or just be straight in like because ideally for me, like the way I have, I have my chair or the way I visualize my seat is like the mirrors are separated so they have all that space for them. Like they self talk to me. All I'm doing is just cutting their hair. You know? And whatever they talk about stays stays between us or stays between themselves. But like, this is a safe space here. You know? Just with the, the numbers and that, like it's increasing. It's increasing after yeah. each suicide gone up. Yeah. yeah, especially in New Zealand, man. The suicide rate is high. And especially in um, uh, Poly, Maori. It's crazy. And, and to think that we're only this little country compared to all these big, you know, we're up there. Man, it's, it's crazy. Only, only because. In, in our poly community, everyone knows everyone. If you're not kind of associated, you kind of know them in the distance. Like, oh, I know that guy. Even hearing about suicide or kids just going through it, man, it's crazy to, to know that they don't have someone to talk to. And we went to, oh, I props to you um, for, uh, to you, Fitz, for starting that uh, brother, what was it? What was it called again? Bubble. Bubble, man. Um, Swanky was saying too that uh, with Pelini when he came up, um, like so many of you guys came together as a as a whole, and I guess put the business away and just spoke about chair and, and then having that space for people to talk to. Um, both your barbers, or the boys here, um, do you guys go through training or some sort, or you you guys have the training for them? 
if they are going through that's what we're working on now yeah. so all, all we do at the moment is just talk with each other yeah. but in the background of um, village collective we're working on getting not just us but we're looking at getting the whole barberhood uh, like a social worker yeah. an allocated social worker so it's just like okay this guy's allocated to these barbers at any time 24 hours you can ring yeah. and just but it's sort of like we just, we've been okay so far just feeding off each other, right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we all come from different sort of journeys. Mm -hmm. We used to come together and share each other's journey and yeah. then sort of, you know, pick and choose. You've got this along your journey and I can use that in my journey mm -hmm. and sort of help me out along the way. So, so far, we just sort of help each other out. Yeah, like we haven't got to that point where we, in our discussions we're like, oh bro, we need professional help. Yeah, you know, it's just like, oh bro, you know, this is what I do. And then we just stare at our talakua and then at the end of it, it's just like... That's amazing. Oh, yeah. You know, that's the power of yeah. um, talakua, getting yeah. together and just having a talk. So. It's good to see men of this generation do it, because the generation before, before that, those all tough fitty. Yeah, yeah bro. I have a son now, and like, uh, say, like, probably my dad will say, if I go through some of my dad will say, chin up, just tough it out. Like, that's what I love, eh? Yeah. <coughs> but now with my son now, I sort of try and talk to him about it, like, try to break it down. Yeah. What's he going through? What's he feeling? Like, so it's good to see, like, men in our generation yeah. now, in our community, sort of be open and acknowledge the fact that we go through these mental health issues and we, that we're willing to help each other. Well, yeah, kudos to you guys, man. Um, like you said in the video, it's um, great news that the barber shop is an underrated service to the community. And it is, man, because before I, before I even heard that, I was, I never thought of it until, until, until you said it. So after four days, it's like, you just yeah, come right. for the cut. Knowing you get like a, like that safe space here with your bottle. Yeah, that's pretty good. Shout out to you guys. Yeah, bro. Yeah, these, these guys and the other barbers up here. Yeah. But the actual barbers who do understand. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Their, their, their role in the community. Not, not the barbers who just straight five minute haircut and yeah. get off the chair and yeah. just give me your money. The ones who actually care. Yeah. You know, so when you sit on the chair next time, they carry on their conversation. Yeah. Like, oh, bro, how was the wedding? Or, oh. you know. Actually, make it personal with them, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. and yeah, that adds yeah. that extra bit of uh, icing to the cake when someone actually, you know, you could be going through something tough, and then you would have spoke to like yeah, one of the barbers yeah. that, oh yeah, nah, I went to this party. Oh, hey, bro, how was that party? Boom, you're already in that safe space, yeah. and you, you know, it's just really personal between you guys. So, oh, yeah, it's true, bro. Like, and I've been to barbers that just cut fast with this sort of money, but actually making, and like uh, Max was saying, this area is yours. If you want to open up, it's there for you and it's safe. So, man, yeah, kudos to you guys because it's really on, uh, like this whole barber or cutting here is really on the because people actually open up. Actually, open up, yeah. And it's crazy because that's what you see is people open up more to a stranger than to one of their boys, eh? They're, they're willing to share more to a stranger than to one of their closest boys. So, you guys. Yeah, that's, that's what's pretty um, stuffed up about it. It's like, and you've got one guy that comes in, but his group of boys are here, but they're, they're talking something else. Yeah. Like, this guy's telling you this and that. Like, yeah. I feel like that's the topic we need to talk about before it actually happens. 
say like, say, for example, the third year was like, um, I'm just coming back. After this, I'm just coming back. How are we going to stop it? How are we going to counter that? How we gonna, that's the question that we need to ask ourselves. Not just for us, but for our boys, you know, like, our neighbor, anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's it. Um, so he said, not, not me as the boys open up, and I guess with you guys, you had your tunnel north already at the, at the end of a uh, Saturday or something. Um, and then you have boys out there that don't actually have a talk, or, and and the burden is always heavier when you keep it inside, you know, if you don't want to let it out, just keeps heavier and heavier, and then it leads you into a space where, you know, that dark hole. Um, so that's what we try to create as well with our podcast. And, and boys, if you ever want to jump on, uh, we will uh, jam every Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Um, throw out a link and it comes through. Sometimes listening, like for me, listening and I try to get something off, off the guest, it's a lot more better than me talking because I don't want to say it all the time. I want to say it like, you know, sometimes me just blabbering on about something that I don't understand. But for us, as a... As for the voice podcast, we like to listen to your guys' story, and and I know for sure there's people out there going through the same battles, or even harder. You know, at the end of the day, they're struggling, and you guys actually have the space. We don't physically, like we just have the online, and not many people want to share. But you guys have the space. Um, so usually towards the end of our podcast, um, we try and um, give something back to our viewers or people that are going to watch. And it's kind of like a, an, an advice that we share, uh, something that they can take away, and um, I'll, I'll leave it to Swanky <coughs> as something good to share. And then we'll just go around the circle and just say, share something that you, I guess, a tip, advice for family out there, friends, or someone that's going through something that you have, that you want to share, or if you don't, that's all good. Oh, yeah. well, for me, is check in, check in with your family loved ones, those ones. Haven't heard from in a while. You haven't seen around me. Just check in. Simple question: Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you hungry? You want to feed? Your shouts. Your shouts. Simple question: My break up area. My open up conversation. Yeah. Uh, reach out. It's not a sign of weakness. I was gonna I was gonna say the same thing but it's 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 not to the people who are going through stuff because it's easy to tell them to reach out but being in that dark space you're in a different mindset it's really hard for them to reach out but it's up to us who isn't going through through shit like you said like it's as simple as asking a question but don't ask the question like like it's it's real easy like just to see so hey how's it going blah 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 but and then you get the generic yeah i'm all good but you have to ask again like like are you really all good or like also how's your mentality like how's the mind how's your mental going you know, don't, don't ask the standard questions because you'll get the standard answer. Yeah, yeah, true. So you just gotta keep breaking breaking down. Um, and just and just look for patterns as well. You know, if 
something's out of the ordinary, then you know something's out of the ordinary. Like Mark said, you shake hands hug all the time, and then the next one you get a handshake like this, what's up? What's on your mind? For example, we had someone come through the come through the door or come through the back. Um, and he came in and he was a bit thing and he went through shaking hands and I held his hand and I go, What is it? What is it? And then I led him into the studio and we started talking in there. So you know it was if I thumbed him off with a generic handshake, then we wouldn't have got, you know, that far. Ah, yeah, but true. it's that holding on and just look at look eye to eye. You know, like look into the person's soul and really talk to the person. No generic, no generic shit. Exactly what Swanky said, you know, reach out. But us who are going through shit to reach out. Nice. What kind of hear that you Like, I like 
you know that tough love you guys were talking about. Um, my wife always kissed me there. Before before my wife met my family, or sorry, when my wife met my family, she oh fuck, she said, you know what she said, she said, you guys are like barbarians. I'm like, what the hell is that supposed to mean? She was like, these are like just like, mm, like you know, tough love. But then um plus years went by her and family and my mum say to us, I love you and now we say that and yeah. you know just being affectionate, showing your love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those little things can um, go a long way. Yeah. And could build up uh, love and whatnot. But um yeah man, just enough of that rubbish and uh, speak up for you. And um yeah man has a dream to chase it, you know, don't give up, have a plan, stick to it and hey, execute it and never stop, <laughs> yeah, just then stop grinding, man, so I'm being all grinding or Sorry, bro, you can cut that one. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you can cut that one. That's a special edit, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The podcast, I've come in like Nah, 100% I like what you've all said. At the end of it, it's easy to do it, but um, with what fits you, you have to actually reach in and actually feel, you know, give that vibe off that you are there you know, by shaking the hand and holding it for, you know, or hugging it for three seconds. Um, that vibe then kind of tells you, man, I can, I can talk or open up, and, which is good. Uh, I guess my, um, my advice is that um, not only, you shouldn't be only sharing um, your load, you should be sharing your highs as well. You know, um, in this day and age, uh, we try as, as men as well, we, we don't want to talk about our wins, but yeah, it's okay to talk about, oh damn, I just did this, um, and I don't know, there's a lot of humble people out there, and I'm, I'm, I'm just the vibe you guys get off, you guys are really humble, you, know, you guys achieve a lot with the shop, so for me, it's just share, always share your highs as well, because they, they're as good as sharing your lows, um, and you know, it could be small things, you know, um, just talking to the brother and asking, how was your day, bro? How was your mental? And I, bro, that's, I never thought of that, bro. Um, how was your mentality or how was your mental? Actually, saying that question it actually opens up my mind, bro. Why didn't I think about that? Because it's easy to come out, but you didn't ask that question. How was it? But thanks to that, man. Thanks to everyone for all your, your input. And also, thank you for allowing us in the shop and, and using me. I wanted to go ages ago and we uh, took up the time. Yeah, bro, uh, we appreciate it, man. We appreciate it so much. Thanks, boys. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, and we you guys did us in the shop, sitting on a chair. Now, boys, yeah, honestly, man, it's a, it's a blessing having you guys talk. Um, hopefully, we get to do it more. Uh, but um yeah we'll definitely be keen to run it back and um we'll see the, the change from today and mm. um if, if you want to bring all the barbers and you know, 
Oh, yo, that was a show and a half. Uh, first of all, uh, shout out to the boys from 275, uh, Lucio Fitz, uh, Baba Mo, Baba Max, and Baba Leo. Shout out to the boys for staying back that night and wanting to sit down and have a Talanoa. It was our first on-location show and many more to come. And yeah, yeah. But uh, Sharus, I like the sun moves. What's up, fans? Man, that was a great watch, man. And it was even a bit of, um, bit of being in the moment. Uh, can you hear me? Can we know? That? Yeah. It's, it's even yeah, better being there and uh, um, chatting with the boys, bro. It was, it was amazing. Um, Although it was pre-recorded, we would have loved to to um, have them on the show live, and um, due to yeah. um, you know um, the boys working hard that day, we couldn't bring it out um, at a specific time for our viewers. But uh, I think they they're definitely wanting to to run it back with us, and hopefully, um, you know, when that day comes, uh, it'll be even better because um, we had a chat earlier, uh, Swanky. Uh, Muffy and said, "Bro, we only just got like the the kind of like the surface. We only touched the yeah, surface." Yeah, yeah. So when when we wanted to go like I guess a bit longer, and the boys wanted to get go a bit longer, it just was a bit was too al- late. It was already too um, late, and yeah, for the boys. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was it was too late, and I think <laughs> we we took a lot of the uh, learnings away from it too because it took. Nearly two hundred hours for us to set up our camp. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, definitely a learning curve, and, and and grateful to the boys for being patient with us that day. Oh man, definitely, yeah. and and especially because you know they they basically just finish their job cutting here, and then boom, we're in there. The boys were in there setting up. Took us. Yeah, a bit of time, and also uh, shout out to DJ uh, Lex for um, you know helping us out uh, around. Um, shout out to Luzo, because yeah. he, he was a huge help. Um, I'm not going to name names, but the man left some mics at home. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Uh, but um, uh, yeah, uh, bro, it was a, it was a, it was also a good watch to see, you know, um, because I'm a, I'm a bit picky myself with how I um, um, I put stuff out, you know, in, yeah. in regards to to running the show. So, um, yeah. you know, it, it's also a learning curve again. Uh, you know, it's, I'll take I take away a lot, and uh, hopefully in the next uh, on-site uh, recording. Um, and if you are interested, man, we'll be keen to to uh, to do that with, with our next guests. Yes. All in all, I think it came out all right. I mean, it took a while, but we got yeah, there. And, was, uh, and shout yeah, out to our um, producer, Pat. Uh, he was hustling Sorry. hard. <laughs> he was hustling Sorry. hard. He was grinding, bro. He was grinding. Bro, I just... I just and don't want to disappoint the boys, man. That's that's all. Someone to um, put yeah, a product, no. put a product out that, that the boys will be happy with. Uh, shout out to Lance. Uh, also, we had some comments earlier with um, Nigel coming through. Yo, we, uh, sh- uh, shout out to J Beats Wifey, yes. always coming through. Thank you for continued support. No, definitely. Um. So, in regards to our uh, giveaway, uh, um, what do you, how should we run this for tomorrow? Or um, you want to announce it tomorrow on the page? Yeah, we'll we'll, um, we'll announce it on the page tomorrow. Um, so it gives a bit more time to people that. Um, they might want to run it back on the show and maybe watch it later on tonight. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. You, you already have a booth, don't you? <laughs> You've already booked out half the half You the already stadium. have the, the whole outside area. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, yeah. So, um, again, um, thank you. Thank you, chat, for jumping on. And and for those who are continuing to support our our page, you know it's 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 I guess it's only our our live is only as good as you guys jumping on and giving us feedback. So uh, we we always encourage that. So if you have feedback for us, um, we'd love to um, not read it now. <laughs> so. Brahada, uh, hello. Uh, yeah, just to send uh, send through uh, feedback if you have any for us. Um, anything else you want to add, us? I just want to say, like on top of that, like like I know we got a good 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 core, like good good following, good community. I I just want to build on that, eh? Like so, so with the chat being active, it's sick as to see the chat coming through and commenting, and even if it's just roasting the panel, we'll take it. <laughs> yo, yo, but it's just the interaction, just the interaction with the chat is all good. But yeah, oh, so that, that's a good question from our, our boss Lance Massey. Um, I think we'll run with that that question there. So the question he ha- has asked, uh, if Swanky wants to read that out for us. Oh, I didn't even see the question. Yo, uh, Lance asked uh, asked the people what was the key messages they got from from tonight's show. And the best answer will get the tickets. All right, all right. 
to um we'll, we'll, we'll check it out yo uh sorry boss uh we'll come up with ideas <laughs> but i'll put that on the i'll put that on the story tonight and uh yeah, and yeah we'll say. also um we'll also chuck it up as a as a as a post too so it just lives on lives a bit longer in in our um in our archive so we'll chuck the, the same question up on a post um and the best answer will get it but the best answer if if you already booked out the if you already booked out the Republic, then you, I don't know why you want to get the ticket. <laughs> oh no! I guess. But Charles, again, thank you to two seven five and the boys for 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 that for for being patient with us that night and for the willingness to sit down. <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! The chat is turning toxic. Oh. <laughs> um, just quickly, just quickly, uh, Moose, um, what what message? You know, we're we're not involved in the the ticket giveaway, but um, what what message did you yeah. take away from uh the boys tonight? Oh, oh yeah, not, me. not just an advice, but just throughout the whole um the show itself, like any anything that kind of uh got you you know in your field nah are you asking me are you asking yeah, yeah. the chat or yeah. you no no just you because we're obviously not going to win our tickets and you want to <laughs> give it to me <laughs> nah I like I like what uh, what, what those of Fitz said um, like uh, to reach out but not not the ones that are going through it but us that are not, hey, to reach out, to reach out to those. So I think just hammering that message in, like reaching out fast that are not going through some stuff, to reach out to those that we think that might be going down that road. That was pretty. Uh, that's what stood out for me, and, and to the boys as well, like. Uh, Baba Mo and Baba Leo saying um, breaking that cycle, that generational cycle of like us being a like this our generation now being aware of how things how we can do better eh? from the previous generation. That that was pretty cool too. Some pretty solid messages from the boys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, even that, even that, uh, it's just, you can, um, yeah, why not give away tickets? Can I join your guys' booth for free alcohol tomorrow, please? <laughs> I mean, th free water, free water, free water. But um, I guess something th that I quickly took away uh, off off the show tonight and just in person was um, how how connected all the, all the barbers were. You know, just not... not um, Two seven five, but they're actually reaching out and making it a, a family thing with other barbers. When in the society the, these days, it's all about um, uh, money. You know, you want to be better, or you want to be better than the other barbers. And I've seen on on their stories as well with two seven five, they they've gone to different barbers and you know, yeah, bro, yeah. helped out. So that's that's a key thing I took away. So it's not a, it's not about the the money. Never. It's not yeah. about. It's not about um, Compe competing. 
competing and who's the best. And bro, they it's just, it's amazing how that that uh, community of barbers actually do stick together. So, um, man, shout out to them. Also, we 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 had a um a message from another barber coming through. I think just after yeah, a couple of weeks back, sorry, and um, uh, him and his team are uh, keen to jump on. So, uh, who was that? I don't know. Um, uh, it's Halen and Barbers. Oh, yeah? Sort of, yeah, yeah, he's reached out. He's keen to do something. So, man, even just a quick message, and if, if you're down to jump on our show, that, that's that's all it takes. Um, we have someone on there 24-7 looking at messages. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not me then. Nah, just... <laughs> nah but that's, that's sick years for um, Halene and Sons to reach out. Mm. That's cool. We oh. should jot down some dates as well and uh, yeah, see how we go. Say less, say less. Let's uh, reach out to them and see when they're next, uh, next three. Oh, thanks us for the, the comment. Um, yeah. Thank you all. Just from JB's wifey. Thank you, 275, for making your barbershop a safe space. Not only for guys, but for the mothers who know damn well, eh? Always comfortable to go into a barbershop and get your boys a haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we that's, what, we, that's what we exactly you know. That's what we said, eh? Yeah. It's so hard. It's so hard to just walk in there knowing full well it's a um, male-dominated. But, you know, you're pushing that aside. I sh- shouldn't be saying it. Um, it's, yeah, the boys make it so welcoming. And you can feel the vibe as soon as you, you come through the, the bubble, eh? you know, you, the vibe yeah, is already yeah. there. You're like, wow, just feel at home or you just like, feel... Yeah, amazing. yeah. Like, um, I've heard of Fitz, I've heard Fitz say a couple of times there's like no egos in their shop. That's... <laughs> man, credit, credit a, to them, bro. Yeah, bro. Like, credit to the oh, team, man. Bro. For creating something like solid that. as yeah, solid as um mentalities in there. Oh well, I I hope to um hope <laughs> hope one day that um, um as a platform as a for the boys platform we create that for everyone to jump on to because um you know not it's just normal it, not only men go through um mental the sort of mental health problems. Woman yeah. do too, so <laughs> I think at the end of this it's gonna be who who comments the most. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but keen to run it back to two seven five. Nah, definitely also. Um again, uh we will reach out to the boys and also and if you're keen to jump on, um our boss will be on maybe next week, Mr. Lance Massey and also the also uh, Muffy, who, um, yeah, couldn't be with us tonight. Feeling under the weather. Under mm-hmm. the weather. Like yes, sir. This. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> no eagles. <laughs> you didn't know about the eagles, eh? Oh. Not the eagles. 
Okay, Chad, um, if you have anything else you want us to bring up, other than that, um, I know you guys have been on for an hour and 30 almost. Uh, man, we, we appreciate everyone coming through. So stay tuned for tomorrow. Um, we'll be dropping a post in our uh, story and also most probably our post, but we'll, we'll see. We'll talk to um, producer Pat. Sorry? So, um, yep, uh, Strikey. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for listening. We'll see you Saturday. If you don't know, now you know. Woke up in the time and I heard that I was suckily. Came from a much who wanna send my face bump on tight racks that go shack high jury on me flashlight. I've been listening last night, getting with that club club, making nick and that right broke boys don't deserve no I know that's right. Make bad pussy, not the penny band, take a member, let's see out the party back and all these bad, all these bits, make bad pussy, not the